Tim and Tom. Pyeongchang, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's where the Olympics are? That is where the Olympics are. That's not how you say it. It's not. It's like, what's the proper pronunciation? Pyeongchang. Okay. However, NBC put out a press release saying, no, we're just going to say Pyeongchang because that sounds cleaner. And they could be right. And this is what I want to say about that. Because if you remember from a previous podcast that we used to do, I took a firm stance in that you don't say Lana, it's mm-hmm. Lana. Lana. Everyone says Lana. Lana. Right. And then they're like, well, but if it's a person's name, then, you know, shut up, deal right. with it. You got to say it that way. Sure. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. However, when it comes to city names, I think we need to be more universally accepting of the first time or the natural way to say something. For example, Pyeongchang is spelled, I don't know how the first part is, but the ba- the second half of the word is C-H-A-N-G. Yeah, right? nobody would say Chung to that in America, no one would say in Chung. the United States, right? And so we say Chang, and you could say, well, it's Chung. But that's like, for example, Versailles, France, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then there's a Versailles, Missouri. Well, but there's also Köln, uh, excuse me, Köln, I think is how you pronounce it, Germany. Uh, and we call it Cologne. I mean, like, what are we talking about? I mean, like, there's right. some, there's some vast differences. But yes, should people get upset when somebody mispronounces it? I don't think so. Like, you have to understand that that phonetically and how you move your mouth is more natural to say Chang. It just you, the the way your mouth forms, it's gonna at least in our language, it's going to say Chang before you ever think to say Chung or even Chong. Right? Might be your might be where that's coming from because it, they're trying to get that ah sound, right? But that's still not how a natural United States, you know, speaking English speaking person says it. They would say Chang, and why people would get upset about that is mind numbing to me. Like you're you're wasting your breath and effort on this. Why do you, even if they turn around and say it right, do you give a crap really? Move on. Well, I don't understand. Well, I understand why there's outrage because there's outrage over everything. Well, but I don't no, understand well, no, I don't NBC understand saying. Yeah, anyway. yeah, I don't understand what NBC would say. Like it's a Huffington Post. Uh, I'll even read the uh, headline. It says NBC insists on saying Pyeongchang incorrectly because quote it's cleaner. Yeah. And so my I guess my point is they're not right. That was I was yeah. being sarcastic they're at the not. start. You just need to say it the way people say it. Like yeah. I was doing the Lana and Lana thing uh, yeah. on that previous podcast. Yeah. You say it how people want. Right. But oh, yeah. NBC should say it, it, Chung. Any official Olympic people should say it, Chung. I mean, those, right, those kind of things. But if somebody goes Pyeongchang and then they were beating NBC up and NBC goes, I'm sorry – why you guys were beating them up in the first place is ridiculous. Who cares if they're saying it wrong? Get over yourself. Two, though, yes, if you're a organization as such as NBC, a quote-unquote journalistic uh, uh, operation, or even just a communications operation, or you're the Olympics, yes, you say it by their proper name how they wish to be spoken. Of course. Of course. It seems like every time they have the Olympics, something goes wrong with NBC, right? Remember when Bob Costas had pink eye? And they're like, get out there, Bob. He's like, all right, I guess I'll wear glasses and I can't see, and I'm drooling from my eyeballs. Here's Michael Phelps, or whatever it was. The other host is like, do not touch me. Yeah, but it's like, just go home. Stay in your hotel or whatever. Look, look, uh, Bob, you're great at this, but there are plenty of other people who can talk. Go home. Especially at 1130 at night when everyone's gone to bed, but they're recapping the day. Uh, let's get into the Olympics. Do you like the Olympics? Are you a fan of the Winter Olympics? 
I, okay. Um, winter Olympics less, I, I'll say I pay attention to less than summer Olympics, but I never, ever am like, oh, the Olympics are on. I better turn that on and watch it. If somebody else has it on, which happens in my home, my wife likes to watch them and stuff. I'll sit there and be like, wow, that was cool. That was athletic. That was neat, right? I'm impressed by the athleticism of people and stuff like that. But I don't care about who's winning medals. I don't care about, you know what I mean, what country is that or what, you know, like, I, I, like, no, I'm not seeking out the Olympics. Like, oh, man, the Olympics are here. If they're on, I'll go, ah, that guy did three flips. Neat. And that's about as far as it goes for me. I think the Olympics have lost their luster because the way the Olympics really became the focal point in American uh, pop culture phenomenon mm-hmm. is during the Cold War, it was Russia versus the United States. So it's like, we can't fight each other. So you know what we're going to do? Hockey or right. figure skating or down slope skiing or whatever right. it is. We're going to fall downhill now, various ways and we're going to see right. who does it better. But now, I mean, even though who knows next time the Olympics are around uh, could change. But right now, there's no like America versus Russia. It's like, eh, who cares? Right. And so when you don't have a rooting interest as far as like it's us versus them, mm-hmm. then you go like, uh, well, so oh, in, the, in okay. the computer hacking 100 meter, we're going to go against Russia. Yeah, but yeah, topic. Uh, as far as the Olympics, but- <laughs> though, winter Olympics are just harder for me to get behind one because like figure skating I feel like is the only thing shown and to me even though MMA is my favorite sport and it does have a judging system it only has a judging system so that the two competitors don't die like eventually you have to say like well, yeah, hey we have to right. judge this but there are ways to well, and finish there's, and there's a time limit involved and they go okay time's up right. who won and there's ways to stop the competition before right. judges get involved but that being said, I don't like sports that have judges, so I don't like, oh, but she looked like she was in distress when she did the triple axel, so she gets a 9-3, and the girl with the sparkly pink dress did it with a smile on her face, so she gets a 9-5, yeah. and it's like, well, shut I can't, up. I can't get behind that because I just don't know the things. I will say I watched some of this like uh, figures, couples dancing thing that they do. Right? Now, I don't know any of it right i'm like what do the dots mean right i mean i'm asking everything right but i hear my wife saying the things before the because she used to do a lot of figure skating back in her youth when she lived in oregon right and i hear her saying she just x y or z or whatever and then the announcers will be like oh there's that that's gonna lose some point and i'm like oh so people who do this sport know what these is and can tell what the scoring should be but nobody else can like nobody else. But, can. Yeah, and it's all subjective, though. It, I mean, yes, yeah. there are faults. Like sure, if you right, fall right. down if and the other person right, lands right. it. But then what I'm saying is, eventually, it just comes down to what do you like? Because if mm-hmm. two people do something identical, you have to flaw one person so that the other one wins. And that's where I'm like, well, then this isn't a sport. It's just subjective picking who we like better, right? Who's the prettiest person in the room, kind of thing. Right. And then you get to like. Now, it seems like, especially in 2018, in comparison to even 2000, outside of figure skating, it's the X Games. So it's like Sean White does the half pipe. It's like, well, I saw that a year ago in Denver, and he landed it there. So who cares that it's happening now? 
Uh, and again, that's another thing where it's like, what's cooler, the flip touchy 680 or the touch butt in the park 940? And it's like, I don't know. I know. And so I'm not knowing what I watch. So it, it's almost like NASCAR where NASCAR is easier mm. to follow. But it's like all I'm watching is the wreck. I'm just hoping it, one yeah, of these people wreck. It wrecked. was much easier when, like you said, I know we put the puck in the net five times right. and they only did it three I know he picked up that stone and threw it farther than the guy who picked up the same stone, right? But right. when it's when there's so many really similar things in in packaged in in really different you know way, well same way, like like yeah, like you said, you've got this one person's gonna go out there and and skate around, but that's figure skating. That's not skating dance. And then we got a pair of skating dance. It looks like the same damn thing to me, man. I mean, yeah. yeah, because you skated this way and not this way and did one or two less flips doesn't make it a completely different freaking event to me. I, it's just, yeah. Oh, you have bobsledding where one time you go down with your feet first and the other time you go down with your head first. Yeah, I mean, come on. Shouldn't that just be involved in the bobsled? If one way is better than the other, do it that way. Right. I don't want to so, see how fast, I don't want to see how fast you shoot or I don't I don't want to see how many points you could score left-handed, Tom. Uh, well, you are left-handed, huh? So shooting yeah. a basketball, I don't want to see, okay, now what's your free throw percentage right-handed? Because I don't care, right? Because like, right. that's not what you're doing. So I think I would like the Olympics, at least Winter Olympics, if what they were showing were more contests of actual sport. Where, for example, it's not this way because, like I said, the, the Cold War is gone. But that Russia-America iconic Olympic uh, hockey game. Mm-hmm. If that was shown in prime time. So if you would show men's hockey at eight o'clock and it's USA versus Canada, I'll watch that. But when USA versus Canada is it's three o'clock in the afternoon and I walk and you know, I work and I'm not going to DVR cause I honestly don't care that much. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. But what I'm saying is like they're tailoring it for me to sports that are subjective. So I tune out. That's why I like the summer Olympics better because like in the hundred meter sprint, I know that if Hussein Bolt finishes first, he wins. I know that if well, Michael Phelps does yeah. the breast or what's, what's the one that he does the, the backstroke, but yeah, All he does them. like the backstroke the best or whatever. Yeah, I don't if he know does he the, the 200 best, meter backstroke the best, then I know he won. Like if right. he finishes first, I know he won. Right. I like the summer Olympics because yeah. that's actual real sport. Plus, this plus is all have, just plus the summer Olympics has handball. So you can't beat that. What's handball? Handball is the one where it's like that soccer basketball hybrid where they've got like the soccer style goal, but they're bouncing a ball around and passing it and they're like jumping, trying to throw it in that like soccer goal. You ever seen that game? I don't think I've ever watched an actual game, but I think yeah. I've seen highlights. Yeah. Oh, and then the other sport that everyone's trying to act like they care about now is curling and yeah. get out of here with your sweeping skills. Okay. Tim and Tom. So, Valentine's Day, it's a fun one. Uh-huh. What did you do? Well, Valentine's Day, we didn't do much because of the middle of the work week and, you know, kids doing their things and whatnot. So, we, you know, stayed at home, had dinner, exchanged our gifts and all that sorts of things of all the children. Uh, but the weekend prior, we did our day date and we went and saw a movie and, and uh, had some food and stuff. Yeah. Well, here's a question for you, because I don't know this aspect of Valentine's Day with kids. So do parents do things with their kids for Valentine's Day? I know if you like I'm an only child. Right. And Mm -hmm. so as an only child and a boy and give a crap. Right. Like so Valentine's Day, you didn't have to do anything for me. You have a girl. Mm -hmm. So do girls and then you also have so you have a boy and a girl. So do you guys do things for Valentine's Day with kids? I mean, outside of giving them like a little, you know, 
some sort of small present. Usually sometimes, like this year we got him a shirt or something, right? But then usually it's candies and, hey, here's some chocolates and stuff, you know. Did you guys have to get uh, the the Valentine's Day cards for the entire class? Oh, let me tell you about this story. You're going to love this. Okay. So, yes, for Hayden's class, yes, my son is still in elementary school. Yes. Swim trunk. Swim trunk. Yes. Yes. So he goes, hey, we need to go to the store. I need to get these, you know, thing. I'm like, all right. Well, my daughter says... Well, I want to go too. I want to pick some stuff up for my friends. And I was like, all right. Now, when we do birthdays and stuff, often we also, in, in addition to some presents, we give them some money. And then throughout the time that they have it, they can say, hey, I'd like to go to the store and pick whatever up. And we're like, okay, right? And I was like, well, all right. If you want to get your friend some stuff, I mean, I'm getting his because it's his class, right? If you're trying to buy your friend some chocolates, you know, you can do that out of your own money. And she's like, yeah, that's fine. Shop around. She's picking up some stuff. And then Hayden goes, uh, same thing. He goes, oh, can I use some of my money? I want to get some some chocolates for Jerry. And I was like, okay, yeah. I, I don't know who Jerry is, though, right? And my daughter goes, you don't know who Jerry is? And I was like, no, I don't know who Jerry is. And she goes, you give me crap all the time about my friend Smiley, right, who you say is my boyfriend, left and right. And she goes, but you never talk about Jerry at all. And I was like, this is the first I've heard about Jerry. I hear you talk about this boyfriend every day. I was like, who is Jerry? And she goes, it's a girl at his school that he won't shut up about every time I'm talking to him. And I was like, oh. And Hayden goes, she's like my best friend. And I went, what kind of best friend are we talking about? And he goes, well, uh, uh, and Aaliyah goes, He's buying her chocolates. And I was like, yep, that's all I need to hear. Let's go. So, yeah, that was fun, right? Um, so, yes. Is that we, the first first uh, interest? I think so that, like, wasn't, that didn't feel like, hey, we're kids and we're, you know, right. this yeah. now, right? It felt yeah. like I actually like this mm-hmm. one. Well, because he goes, he goes, no, after I was saying all that, I was like, all right, that's all I need to hear. He goes, no, it was just like, she's kind of like my only like real friend. I was like, right. Like the only person you can talk to and the only person who gets you. And he's like, no, no. And I was like, uh-huh. Yep, mm-hmm. I get it, son. I get it. I understand. What a dad move. <laughs> right? What a dad move, what? Tim. Because that is what you do is give him a hard time. <laughs> yeah. That poor guy's swim trunk because now he's going to be self-conscious. And oh, now anytime he tries to actually say no. something meaningful, he's going to have you in the back of his head going like, yeah, and this is when you guys are supposed to kill kiss right because you guys want to kiss and he's gonna be turning red takes all that strike you would be very surprised because he is uh i mean you've met i mean he's witty and he'll roll with you he enjoys Mm -hmm. the rap he goes you know what i mean he goes but a kid's still a kid and dads are still dads oh well yes Uh, oh oh, yeah i i have not specifically spoken to him much further about jerry but yes at some point i will ask him you know i mean just get a good feel and we'll have a regular conversation obviously but um it was in the middle of Walmart. You know, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's when you have the conversation, isn't it? Aisle well, six. Because, well, because my daughter, uh, we've been giving her a bunch of stuff about this new friends that she's met. And one of the guys has suddenly been a lot more attention, right? They're having the FaceTime conversations all the time. And she's like, oh, smiley this and smiley that. And I was like, oh, uh, yeah. And she's like, he's a good friend. And I was like, I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's a great friend. I was like, yeah. You talk oh, about Oh, they him. FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Well, my daughter and, and, her, and this kid, and this kid, do yeah. That's what I'm saying. Man, technology is crazy, mm-hmm. right? Oh, they will sit, used- listen to this. Not and you can get into and by I don't mean, but her friends and her and this kid and and other things. They don't only just FaceTime when they're having a conversation. All night, they will decide like, oh, we're FaceTiming all night, and they'll like be doing other things. They'll be like, oh, I gotta go into my homework for a little bit, and the FaceTime's just like on in the corner of the room. 
Oh and no, I do that. Doing that. Yeah, yeah. No, I do that. Me and Anthony, uh, anytime we talk to each other, we don't call each other or text each other. It, well, I mean, we text each other, but when we call each other, yeah. it's FaceTime. And yeah, I'll go and I'll start shaving. He'll go and you know start playing two K or whatever. But it is. are you still engaging and, in conversation while you're doing that? Yeah, they're not. They're like the going over call. here, but they're not. They're going over here like reading. And I look oh. over, I come into a room and she's like not saying or doing anything. She's looking at something else. And I'm like, the phone's on and there's just some kid on there and he's doing yeah. something else too. And I'm like, yeah. what is no, going on that with goes, you two? Yeah. No, that goes back to, I like this conversation. No, that goes back <laughs> to, cause I remember it pretty well. That goes back to like, there's a comfort level of like you. Yeah. I know you have that an instant means, connection with a, we right. Yeah. You have that instant connection and it's where it's like, you don't really necessarily have anything to talk about mm-hmm. or you don't even really necessarily want to like say anything, but you just want to make sure like they're there and they're with you. Yeah. I guess yeah, I would say on the phone times, with people. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I remember my first girlfriend in like eighth grade, which that's what I was talking about. The FaceTime thing is so interesting because I remember like having panic attacks because, you know, we're so old that we had to call the landline mm-hmm. and nine times out of the 10, yeah. the parents would mm-hmm. answer and you'd be like, uh, okay. So hi, can I is, speak to is Christ available? Yeah. I mean, not Jesus. Uh, but I mean, I like Jesus, but like, um, uh, you're like is she available I'm like well who's she and you're like uh yeah your daughter uh you know yeah. i couldn't even man you bypass all of that you don't oh, even have yeah. to mm-hmm. oh that's incredible oh, i've but had yeah. to put the stop on that happening in the other parts of my house right i would like walk into the kitchen and she'd be sitting there eating and i'd be like holding a conversation with my wife right and then i hear the kid like say something to my daughter and she's like oh yeah i'm down here eating thing and i'm like whoa I'm like, no, I didn't realize there were other ears listening in the room. You can't do that to me. Not in the public areas of the house, man. You can't just be walking in when I don't know somebody else is listening. You kidding me, man? Like, keep that in your room, right? Like, no. So I tell her, when you're coming out here, you leave that in your room or you hang up with them and go back to it. That's a good rule. Yeah. I'm like, no, because, I, you know, I could be talking about, you know, you talk about other people. Like something going on with other people. Smiley's right? parents. Right. I don't know Smiley's parents, but other people that she does hang out, if I'm like, oh, did you hear about uh, Sarah and Steve? You know, Sarah cheated on him. Well, what if Sarah's kid is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yo, man, I can't. No. Yeah. Because when you want to gossip, you want to make sure that no one else is <laughs> no listening. No one else is hearing it. Right. This is for our family only. So, yeah. Hey, so going back to yeah. the Valentine's Day, though. You saw a day movie. What movie did you see? We saw, I, I did not pick this. This was uh, the 50 shades movie. That's out right now. The new one. Oh, I was going to go with that Peter rabbit movie. Mm, oh yeah. I know what you're talking about. What is yeah. that? Peter rabbit. I don't know who it is, I don't know, but I know what I, you're talking about. Did you hear the controversy about that movie? No. So apparently the, the bad guy in the movie that's trying to kill the, the main character who's a rabbit He's trying to kill the rabbit, okay? So then the rabbit yes. finds out that the guy is allergic to blueberries or something like that, raspberries, something like that. Mm-hmm. And so it, there's a scene in the movie where the rabbit and his friends throw raspberries or blueberries at the guy, and the rabbit gets called out by, like, social justice warriors, Twitter fingers, uh, saying, like, he – picked on the person who had a food allergy food allergy bullying is a real thing and i was like are you freaking serious now now the rabbit who is trying to be murdered by the bad guy can't throw blueberries because the guy has a blueberry allergy 
That was a real thing in 2018. That is incredible. Yeah, but so you saw Fifty Shades of Crap. Yeah. So, so you watch porn? No. So you watch uh, porn? There is surprisingly little amount of like sexual stuff, especially in this one. There was more in the other two, but this one had a lot less of that, and it was more. It was more. It almost felt like a Fifty Shades interpretation of uh, of what's the Mel uh, Gibson movies back in the, the Lethal Weapon, right? Because there's like, taken, right? Like there's, yeah, there's, taken. there's okay. Gosh, do we want to? It's a podcast. Skip ahead five minutes if you don't want to hear a spoiler, right? Okay. No one's listening is going to be getting upset that there's a yeah, spoiler in right, Fifty Shades of right. But I've just, I just, I, my my initial thought was, oh, I don't want to spoil it. But I thought, I mean, even if you don't want to hear this, turn it off. All right, so here we go. But then come back on. Don't leave us. It's there's okay the rich guy the you know the you know damn near sexual offender is an adopted child right and his parents were rich and that's where he's got this money Mm -hmm. so in the course of the other movies he had gotten one of her bosses fired who was being wronged her right sexually aggressive right and and, okay and right he got him fired by buying the company firing him well turns out this guy's coming back now for revenge and we find out that he wasn't a a kid in the orphan system also and he's really mad because he felt like that should have been his life, right? The parents should have selected him and not the other guy, right? So then he's going to go kidnap people and try to kill the family members, right? Which is wildly out of context out of the rest of these stories, right? And this is what I've, I've talked about this before. Like, when you get trilogies and you get into the third installments of movies, they've got to go beyond the actual story because they've run out of ideas, right? You get mm-hmm. the you get this, well, now we're going to kidnap them. We, we thought we were talking about people and how they have sex. And then it was... Uh, or now we've got an animal sidekick or now we've got new partner, right? Like, I mean, it's just something different of time because you've run out of ideas and that's kind of what this felt like. Not that these movies were done very well to begin with the initial ones, but yeah, no, they're not good at all. That's yeah, very that. poor choice. Uh, movie selection on the Rainers mm-hmm, part. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was, it was easy. It was somewhat uh, you know what I mean? Just something like, it was well, here, here you go. Here's the question then. So if you're going to see a crappy movie, did you at least go to like a fun theater or was it like a traditional? Oh yeah. No, we went to the set. AMC with like the laid back, uh, reclining. Oh. They deliver the food right to you. Yeah. Yeah. No, we yeah. did that. Okay. At yep. least if you're going to see a bad movie, you want to be comfortable and served like you're a king. So I will right. give you kudos on that. Yep. So, yep. so good for you. Yep. Tim and Tom. What did you do for Valentine's Day? So, like you said, it was in the middle of the week, so it was difficult, which is which is hard because I think you should really make all holidays on a weekend, right? Friday or Saturday, huh? so that New you law. can. I mean, it really should be because yeah. it's difficult to say like, "Hey, let's be let's be invested into this day. Let's make this worth our while." Mm-hmm. You know, all of the X, Y, and Zs, yeah. and say like, "But remember, we've got to be in bed in twenty six minutes." Yeah, so, no, it's Halloween. But your bedtime's nine because we got to get you up at six for, for right, school. Right. Yeah. So for this example, uh, it was hard to be like fully invested into making this a special day because we just got off work. We're still kind of exhausted from a hard day at work, especially for me because I'm still learning all of this new information at a new job. So I, my head's still spinning. I have that like yep. new job headache from taking in all this information. Uh, we went to an Indian restaurant up at uh, Zona Rosa. Really nice restaurant. I got a I got sizzling chicken served to me in front of the restaurant. Felt like a felt like the man of the hour. I was intimidated, 
that felt like the man mm-hmm. of the hour. It was called Chicken Pandori. Mm-hmm. So if you ever go to an in- Indian restaurant, get some chicken pandoori, you will look like the cool guy in school. Did that, did the uh, chocolates and the flowers and all that stuff, mm-hmm. exchanged uh, some little gifts. She got me an awesome, I sent you a picture yes. of it. She got me this awesome donut mug. Oh, so cool. It's, it's like, got a hole. It, like, it has a donut yeah, hole. It actually has a real hole in it. Yeah. And it looks like the donut kind of is very similar to like cartoon illustration of like a Homer Simpson right. donut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It's got like I got a her bite taken out of the top of it. Yeah, I got her some headphones and I de- – oh, man. Let me tell you about the investigative work I did on these headphones. You want to hear this? Mm-hmm. I searched far and wide to get these headphones by – giving her my phone and just saying pick out the ones you want <laughs> yeah yeah because <laughs> that's yep. the romantic i am yeah i say eh, what do you need yeah okay look uh, i'm just gonna peruse through your amazon wish list is that all right <laughs> yeah. well it's so difficult one at least for me with headphones specifically i don't know what's good unless it's the top of the line mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. apple whatever air or whatever they're called right, right. so it's like those are six hundred dollars or whatever it is like that's stupid to buy yeah. because you never know if they're really going to last that long so then after that you're like well i'm not going to investigate all the different brands because well, there's nine million of them so you know just, what else hey. is difficult is that okay so Yes, there's something like that. Like, she wanted a very specific uh, machine that she uses for some of her decoration stuff, right? It, it helps her with scrapbooking. It helps her with, you know, decals and things like that, right? It's a thing she plugs in. Uh, very specific. Well, I'm never going to know that enough to go, I'll get that. Nick, you'll be so surprised, right? That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So you need to tell me that. So then that they're already kind of, you know, you're like, eh, if I tell her, yeah, I really want these headphones, right? You know, I know I'm getting them. So that kind of sucks. But then there's also, okay, so I can't get her something like that. I've got to get her something that is a surprise, right? And it's one of these like, oh my gosh, surprise me. Well, the options are somewhat limited to begin with that people are legitimately like impressed with and care about. And it means something to them. And also when you're in a long-term committed relationship, like I am, we know each other, like our finances are melted together, man. I can't just go surprise. She's going to see it on the bill. Like she's going to see it on the bank account. And she's going to know exactly where I shopped. You know what I mean? Like, so like, you know what I mean? It's just kind of hard to pull that whole maneuver off anymore. It's almost like, well, what do you want? All right, we'll just get it. I mean, like, you yeah. know, like, it just, I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, that goes to a bigger issue as far as uh, blending bank accounts. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm of a not that way of thinking. I am, nope. Mm-mm. new new that, that causes way too many uh-huh. issues uh-huh. nope so you keep yeah. your money i keep my uh-huh. money uh but yes i do know what you're saying because it's like exactly it's like you're saying hey i want this one thing mm-hmm. well then you know you're gonna get it and so right. let me yeah. not disappoint you and just say you want to pick it out but anyhow right. so yeah she got some headphones i didn't i didn't ask for anything at least i don't remember and she got me one of the best mugs mm-hmm around it was so impressive i wanted to we have a mug competition at work it's like take a picture with the mug you can win x y and z unfortunately it was the day the day i saw it, it was valentine's day so i missed the opportunity but for next year whenever this thing comes around i'm entering it's, it yeah. in because it's that cool it's a, it a hole in it it's a donut yeah, hole it's a contest it's winning so cool. mug tim and tom 
Hey, let's talk about the Chiefs. We knew Alex Smith was gone. Derek Johnson is now gone. Uh, well, and he's not the only one because then it sounds like Tom Bali is going to be gone. D Ford is going to be gone. Uh, they also cut Darrell Revis. They which, I mean, would cut Justin. They would cut Justin Houston if he if it wouldn't if it won't cost them so much to do it. Derek Johnson's uh, gone from the Chiefs. Thirteen years. Uh, we kind of spoke about this off air a little bit, but. Mr. Consistency, kind of like what you said, the Tim Duncan, if if you know basketball players, the Tim Duncan of the Chiefs, where it's never going to make headlines, but he's always going to give you a great game. Border, Well, Tim Duncan is a borderline best player of all time, but with Derek Johnson specifically, borderline Hall of Famer with his stats and because he's all-time Chiefs, uh, all Chiefs with tackles all time. But where do you go from there? You're getting rid of people, right? So let's yeah. just say Tom Bali's gone, which Tom Bali was my favorite. He was a purple yeah. belt and Gracie Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Mm-hmm. Love okay. that. Oh, man, you want to watch some cool videos? Watch him roll with Hoyler Gracie on YouTube. Okay. Whew. He can move. I mean, he's huge. He's like yeah, 300 pounds. He's, he's moving around move. like a, a middleweight, which mm-hmm. middleweight's 185 pounds. Awesome. But then Derek Johnson's gone. D Ford is gone. Alex Smith is gone. Darrell Revis, who wasn't a big thing, but he's gone. You have hopefully a returning Eric Berry. Marcus Peters is holding down one side of the field. Mm-hmm. On the other side of the field, you got Travis Kelsey, who he's getting hit in the head so many times. He could be getting a little chinny and concussion prone. So who knows how long he lasts. A rookie, Kareem Hunt, so you never know if sophomore blues kind of runs into the equation. So what does the Chiefs look like next year? Yeah, I don't know. And the thing is, they're not picking until late second round, so I think they're going to have to go get somebody. They're going to have to pay for somebody. They just feel like they, they were paying. They were overpaying for old guys now because they made, they messed up on the contracts to begin with on them guys. But, yeah, I'm, I'm worried about who they would and maybe they won't. Yeah, I, don't, I think maybe they're going long haul. They're like, hey, we're going to roll this new team out and hope that in three years they have, you know what I mean, learned enough to be good now, right? Like, I feel like that's what they're doing. So we go six wins next year, Mm. five wins the next year after that, and then we get back to the nine wins, ten wins, division winner out in the first round, division winner out in the first round, six wins, seven wins, eight wins, Mm -hmm. ten wins, division winner. So like, yeah. That's how it's going to go. Chiefs. 60% of the time, that's how it happens every time. Hey, in other sports news, the team who won a world championship last, the Kansas City Royals, Mm -hmm. their pitchers and catchers reported to spring training. So baseball season is about to start. How do you feel about the Royals? Because they are predicted to finish in last. Yeah. You know, well, so it looks like they re-signed Moose. Um, so he's going to hang around, but I don't know, man, I don't know enough about baseball and the people that weren't directly like on the Royals, you know, to really know if some of these kids, they're going to bring up are bums, you know, like to replace some of these guys. I don't really know, but I feel like that's what we're going to get. We're going to get near last. Maybe they overachieve that a little and get you, you know, second place in the division and no playoffs. Yeah. Right. You think like. Oh man, if we could just go on like a 10 game win streak and they go on a 10 game lose streak, maybe we're right in the hunt. I, mm-hmm. I could see them getting up to there because you still got Moose. You've still got some of these guys who can go, you know, you've still got some talent there, obviously, but you still got Salvi, you know, like, you know, they're not a completely inept baseball team from the way it looks, but. Eh. Well, the big question with them, and we've asked our two sports experts uh, who have came on to the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, I guess the elephant in the room is Eric Hosmer. Yeah. He did not report. Mm-mm. He is not signed. Well, and it sounds like he's going to get an 
Eight, he's not coming back here. Gut feeling you don't think he does. Nah. I if, think, he, I think, if he does, he's settled. He didn't want to. Because he got offered the biggest contract in Royals history. I think he does. I think Alex Gordon will get into his ear. This is me speculating and wishing, right? But I think Alex Gordon even got in Moustakas' ear and said, guys, look, we're kind of – we already peaked, right? Like we already did what we were supposed to. Mm-hmm. We can't really do it again. We all know that. So we can go to bigger markets – get scrutinized a lot more by the New York, yeah. by the Boston, yeah. by the LA markets. Yeah, you right? got to show or, up being better than you were when you get there. Right. right. Or we could stay in this small market team where people love us. Yeah, we're gods. Yeah, we can go hitting 200 for the next six years, slowly get you know mm-hmm. faded it faded out of this organization, but then we can become hitting coaches. Mm-hmm. We can become scouts. And we're going to be living it up. And in the summer times, we can go back to Miami. We can go back to, you know, wherever your hometown Nebraska. is. Yeah. Well, for Alex yeah. Gordon. But I, was, I don't know where Moustakis is from. Uh, Cali, but, I think. Yeah, California. Mm-hmm. And we could go back to living our lives. Because George Brett, who's a god in Kansas City, he goes to California like mm-hmm. once a month and spends like two weeks there. So he's like never even really here. Yeah. So maybe uh, uh, we shall maybe. see. I don't think they should have gave that contract to Gordon. I think they should have kept that money, kept – Try to keep Zobrist and wait to tell the like it. Hosmer is at least uh, worth the money at this point. You know, what yeah. I mean? Like, like I don't know. but Gordon figured it out. Gordon said, "I ain't getting. I'm not going to be better anywhere else. Right. So I might as well stay with the team who right loves here. me, and I'll do all these price chopper and high V commercials or whatever it is. I will be the new George Brett. Right. I will be that guy. Yeah. To be the new George Brett. Yeah. And now uh, Mustakas is probably trying to bank on that. Now we'll see if Hosmer does. So we shall see. But no I mean, more Lorenzo you know, Cain. Lorenzo Cain went to Milwaukee. He's gone. Yeah, man. That's that dude can go, man. That dude can cover some ground. He was the best athlete. I thought yeah. of athletically, yeah. you should have mm-hmm. kept him. But yeah. I understand I, why. I do. How many times do you, did you see him making some spectacular catch that kept them alive in some games? You know what I mean? Like he's he does it. Yeah. yeah. He do. He gone. Tim and Tom. I uh, got a little bit of a cussing, shouting match with a uh, 40-year-old soccer mom this weekend. Yes, you did. Okay. All right. Yes. You are that parent. Let's yeah. hear it. All right. So we go to an indoor soccer arena. Have you been in one of these before? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So, so it's set up with the glass partitions, almost hockey style, right? And so you're watching from the outside of that while these kids are in there playing. And because of that, they've got like a little booth where they've got all the tech stuff, right? And it's kind of it's just set up so that if you're standing on one side, it's hard to see over all the way to the other side. Well, my son typically plays as defender, and they weren't, uh, you know, uh, the other team was keeping the ball on that side. So I go over there so I can get a better view of my son, and I'm standing mm-hmm. there. I am standing there. And that's all I'm doing. And I start hearing from these ladies, if I can call them that, in the stands next to me, right? There's a little a set of bleachers right next to me. You can go over to the other side again. You can leave. Nobody wants you over here, right? Just saying it out loud, right? And I kind of look over and see them, and they, like, see me seeing them, and they stop giggling and look away. And I'm just kind of like, really? Like, these are adult women. These are older than me, right? And I'm old. And you are. So, so I'm like, whatever, right? And I just go back to watching the game, right? And then one of them taps me and they were like, excuse me, we're having trouble seeing over you, which was a BS because I knew exactly where I was standing in a way to minimize any problem that that would be. But she was like, so you could you just, you know, go back over there? And I went, ah, no. 
And I started watching the game again, right? No. Ooh. Right? So you stood no. up for yourself. I said, no. Well, I started, I like kind of turned around. I was like, ah, no, because you know what? H- had you did that first and been like, hey, I'm sorry, I can't, you know what I mean? You'd have been nice, but you were over here yammering like high school teenage girls, right? And trying to passively, aggressively uh, shout things my way, right? Hoping that I would go away. And I'm not that guy to do that, right? So I said, no. And then they start going, we can't see it. And I went, then move, right? And and they're like, well, no, you should sit down. I went, I'm not. Watch the game. Leave me alone. And I go back to watching. And they talking again. And I say again, leave me alone and watch the game. And they say something again. You, bye, bye, bye. Why don't you sit down? And I went, I don't know who the hell you think you are. And they go, I don't know who the hell you think you are. And I went, I'm the guy standing right here, and you're the person that's going to leave me alone about it. Watch the game, right? I'm like getting mad. I'm like, leave me alone. That's all I Hold want. On. Time out, time out, time out. Okay. So as you do that, do you completely lose perspective of like where you're at? No. Like, what I'm uh-uh. saying is yeah. like when I get no. angry, oh. I go like, oh, I'm zeroed in on this yeah. person or this subject. Uh, yes. I mean, yes. Obviously, you're going to lose some of your peripheral, right? But yeah, I did. I still, you know, I mean, I wasn't like shouting at the top of my lungs, but I was letting her know, you'd be best to leave me alone right now, right? Like, I'm not the person who you're used to going, man, get out of here. And they go, oh my God, I better get out of here. I, no, no, I'm watching the game. I'm over to watch my son. Shut up, right? Leave me alone. And that's all I'm saying, right? Just leave Were you me by yourself? alone. Yeah, I was by myself. Well, my wife was over on the other side still with our team's parents and stuff right and some others of our parents were over there but they were further over right past those people's bleachers right over kind of more towards the end end of the of the goal if that makes any sense i'm more mid on their side if that makes sense right and and even their side right i mean really let's get out of here right oh well that's stupid right so hold on so what does nikki do when you first say that does she like oh she's not there no no she doesn't know any of this is going on i'd tell her this happened afterwards okay gotcha it's it's me and these couple ladies and the one of them took on the spokesperson aspect of it right well the reason i ask is because you're a big guy so if you speak mm-hmm. up it's not like something where you're like oh what's that little guy over there doing yeah, right, like, you're yeah. a big dude yeah, with a right. boomy voice. i was fully expecting and i knew i was in the right because there were plenty of males that i assume knew them very well that heard all of this and had nothing to say and had no looks my way and just went about watching the game, right? Because they understood, leave that man alone and watch the game. That's all that you guys got to do and this problem is over. So I'm watching the game. And finally, there's a stop in action, right? Everybody's going to come in. Right? It, wasn't, it wasn't halftime, but it was one of those kind of things, right? Everybody stop. Right, so I'm like, yeah. all right, I'm going to leave now, right? Because I've had enough of these people, right? And I walk off and I went here, don't come back. And I just immediately taught, and I probably should have not used this exact word choice, but I went, if you want to keep throwing out rude, sarcastic comments, I'm pretty sure I'm better at that than you are. Okay. Soccer mom. So shut the F up. And I like turned around and just started to walk away and they start saying something again. I was like, F off. Right. You know what I mean? Like, just leave me alone. And so that's it. Right. I'm t- I go immediately tell my wife and she was like, Ugh. right. Like, okay. And that lady guess Tom, of course. We go to leave, and we go to get in our car. Guess who I am parked right next to? (laughs) No cars between us. None. Right? Murphy's Law here, right? Yes. So she's in the car, and I see her pull up her phone to take a picture, so I smile at her, right? Like, hey. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why'd she take a picture? She's going to, like, complain or something. Mm -hmm. So I 
send my message to my son's coach and I say, hey, I want to let you know this happened. I said X, Y, and Z. I maybe could have used some better word choice, but I was pretty upset with how I was being treated. And he said, yeah, that's a pretty big rival of ours. Some of our kids go to the same school and there's always heat attentions. No harm done. He goes, yeah, they already said something to us. No harm done. And I was like, good. Because I was not going to take it. I'm done. Yeah. So maybe in hindsight, yes, I might not have said, shut the F up and F off. But I'd had it. And people, I'm tired of people. You can't do that around my, you're not going to sit there and do those passive aggressions. You should leave. And then all your friends are going, not on me. Oh, not over me. You won't. I will embarrass you in front of all of your friends and family. Hold and, on. You know what on. I mean? So, like, it is going hold to happen. On. So as you're walking to the car. Uh-huh. Does Nikki know about the situation at that, yes. that point? So yes. does Nikki know like, oh God, we're coming up on the person that you just had all this? No, I don't with. think she knew knew it was the person. But uh, I told okay. her the altercation happened, right? Mm-hmm. And then I told her as we got in the car, I was like, Haha, I was a lady. And she took my picture and she was like, oh jeez. But you know what I mean? Like it, yes, I get a little I hone in on cuss words. I don't care. I don't care about them at all. Why we picked seven or eight words that are bad. F well, off. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Screw you. I'm more intent about your intent, right? I, Tom, if I call you a mother flipping bum hole, if I say it when I'm mad, it means the same thing as if I call you the cuss word versions of that, right? So I'm not of concerned course. with what you say to me. I'm, yeah. I'm concerned with what you're trying to say to me. So if mm-hmm. anybody had a stance of you shouldn't have been cussing in there around people, I argue the worst thing for those children to see was you acting like a complete a-hole to somebody you've never met and trying to passively aggressively shout things over them nearby. Because that's the worst activities that you engaged in as a person that I did. No. I don't care. So here's the million dollar question. Do you guys play them again? Oh, no, we don't play them again. At least this season. In, oh. in, in next, like in the next when spring rolls around. Yep. And yep. when's that? Like when's the like start? I think it starts some in March. I'm not sure if we're 100% necessarily going to be on that team either, though. Oh, no. He's, you he's have on to a, be. I know. I want to be. He's on a team that's out of our area because the teams on his area were already full. And so they didn't, uh, you know, they didn't have room. So they had to like send them down uh, to, shawnee basically from where we live so we travel quite a bit to get there but i would just, you know what man like i came over and y'all started hurling rude insults and then tried to like tap me on the shoulder and let me know that you really weren't sincere and quote unquote asked me to leave and you were not expecting somebody to say no and that's all that boiled down to they couldn't handle somebody telling them no leave me alone that's what happened look at yeah. that but yeah maybe i should do not mess do not mess with tim that is the story it's of the episode don't you're not gonna tell me where to stand you're hey, not going to tell me where to right. go. You're right, Tim. I mean. Hey, I get it. Don't raise your voice to no. me, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay? Right, yeah. Just do whatever you need, man. Hey, as long uh-huh. as you're comfortable. Well, I'm glad we could understand. I mean, Don't yell at me, Tim. Uh, yeah. okay? Well, you know, don't make me. Hey. Don't make me yell at you. We're both friends here. We do yeah, a we podcast. Are. We are. I'm wow. a likable guy. I get along with a lot of people. You've you're very it. liberal with the word like. You've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> likable is a little bit theoretically maybe yeah. yeah sir i mean you can like anybody really i mean yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. no so yeah so that's the kind of person i don't know what was revealed to me more this weekend the fact that i'm the type of person that will very quickly cuss out a 40 year old soccer mom or the type that is kind of proud about it right so i don't know what was more revealing to me in that moment right uh that's a that's a good poll question right yeah like <laughs> what what's tim more, more proud of yeah what's what's the bigger thing that makes tim a bad person the fact that he yelled at a four-year-old yeah. soccer mom or that he liked it or that he's like wanted to tell everybody about it on his podcast <laughs>
Tim and Tom. All right, let's get out of here. We got uh, some fun events mm-hmm. to, to go through. Uh, so you got to know about that. Mm-hmm. So why don't we take a quick break and then we will jump into that. I am excited to do that when we come back. Before uh, we come back from the break, though, you guys should take this time to head over to timandtomkc.com. Check out the fun articles that are there about some of our past uh, interview subjects. And also use the Amazon link at the top or the Chief Shop link at the top. And you guys can go shop for some fun stuff that you're going to buy. You're going to pay the same price and we're going to get some money. You do that while we go take a break and we'll all come back to Tim and Tom. Fun fact, the average American golf course consumes around 312,000 gallons of water per day. We made those, put my people on payroll, cut the check when I say so, them is just my everyday Tim and Tom. This episode of Tim and Tom is brought to you by Your Business. Tim and Tom's listeners could be hearing about Your Business right now. They could be hearing your business's address or your business's website address or even your business's phone number. But they're not hearing that right now, are they? If you want the listeners of Tim and Tom to know more about your business, contact us at timandtomkc at gmail.com. Tim and Tom. Before we get into events, Tim, I've got to make a correction because, as you know, we fact-checked here. We don't. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we do fact-check when people tell us to fact-check. Mm-hmm. And I have to make a correction. In the first segment, I said at the Indian restaurant Indian restaurant that I had uh, Pandori. Mm-hmm. That is incorrect. It is Tandori. Oh, tandori Tandori chicken. chicken, yes. That's yeah. the oven in which it is cooked yeah. in. You so sure. Tandori. You sure put a lot of our listeners in an uncomfortable situation. They went straight to an Indian restaurant and got laughed at, ridiculed. And well, the last thing I want to have happen to a Tim and Tom listener is them feeling insecure and embarrassed on our behalf because I don't want them to say, can I get the Pandora chicken? I heard Tom had it for Valentine's Day and it was amazing. And they go, silly, silly uh, rabbit. Uh, it's Tandoori. I know not tandoori. of this Tom you speak, nor his Pandoori chicken. Yeah, no, no one knows what Pandoori chicken is. It's it's mythical. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. it's like the Tinkerbell. It's not it's not real. Who is this Tom, and where can we get our hands on some of this delicious Pandoori chicken? So yes. correction, uh-huh. not Pandoori, mm-hmm. Tandoori. Hey, tandoori. but as we do, we give you the best events in Kansas City, yes. bar none. So let's get into it. And as always, because I like to say this each and every week, because sometimes new listeners are like, is this the only thing going on? It's not. As always, check out the reoccurring events at uh, Union Station, Sprint Center, Nelson Atkins, all of the surrounding uh, areas that do reoccurring events throughout the year. Check those out. These are just some highlights on some events that we like. So let's get right into it. Are you ready? February 21st, Talib Kweli at the Riot Room. Mm -hmm. That's going to be Wednesday, February 21st at 8 p.m. Let's hear a little of that. Yeah. We sell crack to our own out the back of our homes. We smell the musk of the dusk and the crack of the dawn. We go through episodes too, like attack of the clones. What till we break a bag and you hear the crack of the bone? To get by, just to get by, just to get by, just to get by. We commute the computer. Yeah, so if you're yeah. into that kind of uh, what they call a conscious rapper, the yes. common early Kanye West, yeah. uh, you're going to love Talib Kweli. Yes. Uh, he is a legend in the rap game, been doing it for. Ever, it feels like he'll be here 
Uh, Wednesday, February 21st, 8 p.m. That's at the Riot Room, 4048 Broadway, Kansas City, Missouri. All right, let's get into the next one. This is going to be February 24th. That's a Saturday, again, at 8 p.m. This event will be taking uh, taking place at the Uptown Theater. We have on the Going to Mars tour, Judah and the Lion. I like – they're a very unique sound, Judah and the Lion. Yeah, Judah and the Lion, they kind of describe themselves as like a folk and hip-hop mm-hmm. blend, which, I mean, that sounds very early 2000s, right? Like, we're rapping rock. We're rocking country. It's like, eh. But their music is very good. That's their biggest song. They have some other great songs uh, on their newest album. Definitely ch- uh, check them out. Uh, that it's going to be at the Uptown. Also on February 24th, before that event starts at 8 p.m., at 10 a.m. at KC Dogs, which is 9275 uh, Flint Street in Overland Park, Kansas, you have the Companionship Agility Workshop for your dog. Nice. How cool is that? That is cool. Now, this is going to be their details that I'm reading off. So it's designed for dogs with some basic obedience training, sit, down, come, but not formal agility training experience. You and your dog will learn the basics of dog agility and foundation focused uh, training for confident obstacle performances so this is going to be like if you want your dog to go through like the cones and stuff Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. jump and go all the way up to the red and the yellow and all that stuff take them here right so they're going to learn body language cues verbal cues attention work distraction training and beginning obstacle work is all covered in this class so it's going to be awesome there's six classes Um, i'm trying to see if there's any uh prices no prices um, listed, but go to www.kcdogs.com. And now Tell you, you got to know, dogs is D-A-W-G-S. Yeah. And I tell you what, uh, there is no prices listed, but if you PayPal us $500, uh, we will make sure you get in. Those are Tim's words, not Tom's. But yeah, that'll be a great day on February 24th, right? 10 a.m., get that your dog learning stuff, on yeah. the, how to do those cones and then at night go see judah and the lion yeah that sounds like a fun day actually i might actually talk to my wife about this and be like hey listen to this day we could have yeah right? you got plenty dogs, of dogs to try dog, out yeah. we, could, we could have dogs we could have lions and judah well and you also have another option on february 24th at the truman which is 601 east truman road kansas city missouri you have new politics yeah. Yeah, sounds like you could have a lot of fun here. Bopping around, dancing, everybody's smiling. Oh, yeah, it's great. I love it. I think new politics are really, really good. Uh, their tour is called Lost in Translation Tour. Huh. Uh, but, man, they put on a fantastic show. Uh, I've been to actually one of their shows. Oh, nice. okay. And, man, like I said, like you said, they're, you know, you're bopping around. Boop, 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 yeah. boop, boop, boop. Right. I mean, play that song. Play a little bit more of that oh, song. Oh, oh, I gotta pull that up. Yeah, this guy's smiling all throughout this video. Yeah, definitely fun. Yeah, I could. 
if you go to this concert and don't have fun, something is wrong with you, and you need to talk to somebody about it. You need to figure it out. Yeah, you don't like fun, so right? Yeah, you've got some gonna... you've got some emotional problems that you should talk to somebody about, and that's fine. Exactly. Just get to help you. So the twenty fourth, we've got uh, a day jam packed of events yep. for you. So you should be doing something on the twenty fourth, and to kind of wrap that up on Sunday, February twenty fifth at Tapcade, seventeen oh one McGee Street, yep. uh, Kansas City, Missouri. You got brunch and a movie. Now, if you've never been to Tapcade, you definitely should be going. Uh, it's a great place, got everything that you could want there as far as old arcade games. And the movie that they're going to be screening, it's going to be The Goonies. And if you don't like oh. The Goonies, then stop listening, because I don't like you. Yeah. Uh, that is a classic. This is a great event. It's called Brunch in a Movie, The Goonies. Again, that's going to be Sunday, February 25th. Uh, brunch starts at 1130. That's in Zona okay. Rosa, isn't it? So be Taken? there. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. yeah 1701. Right, right. Yeah, that is the Zona Rosa, I guess, yep. specific area. So, uh, yeah. So let's recap everything here, okay? We got Talib Kweli at the Riot Room, Wednesday, February 21st at 8 p.m. Then you got Judah and the Lion uh, at the Uptown Theater, February 24th. Mm-hmm. Also on the 24th, you have the Companionship Agility Workshop at KC Dogs. Again, that, that is D-A-W-G-Z because that's how they do it. Dogs. Uh, also on the 24th, you have at the Truman, the New Politics Lost in Translation Tour. Uh, great show there. And then on February 25th, to wrap it all up, you have Brunch in a Movie at Tapcade. Uh, the movie that they are going to be screening is The Goonies, and that starts at 11.30 in the morning. Tim's favorite. What's your favorite thing of the week? You got something for us? I think You know, I was just thinking about this just now, and I, I don't have like any fun video or anything to play, but I think my favorite thing of the week that's happened, at least you know we haven't talked about it on the show yet, is the Cavs going all fire sale. LeBron was out here just shipping everybody out of town. And while it was going on, everybody on social media was like, I think I just got traded by the Cavs. You know what I mean? Like, this is insane. And then he goes out and just starts winning games. Uh, this is one of the most bizarre things I've seen in all of sports, professional otherwise. It was crazy. It was uh, very interesting to see that they made all of those moves for a Derrick Rose, one of his closest friends, Dwayne Wade, uh, obviously Isaiah Thomas, uh, making all of those moves, big, making a big splash when Kyrie Irving said, I, I want to be traded. They get all of those pieces to hopefully compliment uh, LeBron. It obviously was not working. Mm-hmm. Get rid of them all. Get more role players as far as like a Clarkson, uh, a, a Hill, things like that. And now, yeah, they got that new team energy and they're winning games. Now, let's not forget earlier in the season with the Isaiah Thomas, Dwayne Wade, Derrick Rose, Cavs, they won 10 in a row. So sure. it's not like LeBron can't take five guys named Jim off the street and win 10 games in the NBA. But it seems like this this specific group of players mm-hmm. has more defined roles and complements the best player in the game, even though he's in his 15th year, LeBron James, a little bit better than the old version of the Cavs. How far in the playoffs? Playoffs? Could LeBron James get? If he went up against all the other teams and all he had with him were Tim and Tom. Honest to God, here, no, this is, yeah, that's, he couldn't get far. But (laughs) would he be out in three games first round? I mean, what's going on here? Yeah, definitely. But here's a better question. (laughs) If you said LeBron James, I'm trying to think of two role players that are good, but not like all stars, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say, it's LeBron James, Schroeder, the point guard for the Atlanta Hawks, who didn't okay. make the all-star team, but sure, he's okay. decent, but it hasn't made. So you have Schroeder, LeBron James, 
And let's give him uh, Julius Randle from the hmm. uh, L.A. Lakers, right? Okay. All right? Three three good players. It's three on five. Mm-hmm. How far do you think those three players get in the March Madness tournament? Ooh. Now, do the other teams have their full bench, too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's three on five. It, it's, it's, so it's LeBron, the James, University Schroeder, of Kentucky. Randall, it's the University of Kansas. And what seed are they? What seed are they? Let's give them uh, just have fun and give them a two seed. The two seed, yeah, man. I bet they make it to the final four for sure, and they probably win the whole thing. <laughs> they win the whole thing, right? Yeah, right? yeah they win the whole thing. Yeah. Like they would definitely win the March three Madness on five NCAA is rough. championship. Three on five is rough. Maybe not. <laughs> not for LeBron. <laughs> I mean, remember not too long ago, the University of Alabama, because of that altercation that happened, their entire bench was ejected, and so they just had their five players. One player rolled his ankle, he was out, and another player fouled out. So the second half of the game, they played with three players players. and only lost by six. It wasn't six, but it was something like that. Yeah, so yeah. How do you not just start draining buckets on a team that's only got three guys? How do you not go to the rim? Like, what do you figure this out? figure this There's out LeBron. is there not a screen involved when you've got three on five what are you talking about how do you only lose or how do you only win by six in the second were you down by 40 like how do you only win by six when the second half only got three players that's fun just seeing everybody's reaction to like what the hell is this and then for it to come out and just go boom here we go two wins right off the bat just bam bam like that have they gotten a third yeah. one yet did they play already like say again it was two and all, they, they'd won the last two. I didn't see if they'd played again yet since. Oh, I haven't seen it as of, as of this recording. Yeah. But it did give the, the trade deadline some fun, uh, some fun talking points for the gas bags that are on ESPN and Fox Sports. Tom's favorite. My favorite thing is also basketball related, but a little bit more of a human touch. So it was this past week a fan who will leave America as of this video on the next day. He was 17 years old. He flew 6,500 miles to meet Vince Carter. In his 20th season, Vince Carter, this gentleman is his favorite player. And Vince Carter agreed to meet him. So the Sacramento Kings is who um, Vince Carter plays for. They set up this meet and greet, right? So not only did his name was Chang, Get to meet Are Vince you sure Carter. about that? C-H-E-N-G? Is it Chang or Chung or Chang? Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, going right. back to the first thing, we don't right. know. But not only did this kid get to meet Vince Carter, Vince Carter set up to have the kid throw him bounce passes for uh, his warm-up jump shots. And then the coolest thing, half man, half amazing, said, throw me some alley-oops. And a, this kid got to throw alley-oops to Vince Carter, his favorite NBA player, in mm-hmm. an empty arena right See, before he goes and flies back home. 13-hour flight behind. right before it. That I can get behind. If you remember last episode, we were talking about the paying for the meet and greets. I'd pay for that. Right. Like that's a, you know, we're spending time and you're interacting with me and and you're not just waiting for me to leave in a minute to get the next 200 people out of the way. Right. That's a total different. Yeah. If you tell me like, I don't know, who's a a sports, uh, I don't know. So uh, let's say Bill Snyder or something. Right. But you're going to hang out all day with him. Well, yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. That sounds fun and good. I watched this video too. And you can tell, I mean, yeah, this kid's having the time of his life. You, you, you know, I mean, it's just super fun. And I like when athletes will do that too, or other celebrities, because 
You know, it, I I think it helps keep them a kind of grounded in reality a little bit, right? And then, well, especially a Vince Carter in his twentieth season. No offense, I love Vince Carter. He is a he has a special place in my heart for all of the amazing memories he gave me. Uh, being a Tar Heels fan growing up at the University of North Carolina, obviously his dunk competition and yeah. the NBA Slam Dunk competition, his years in Toronto and New Jersey. Uh, so he has a special place in my heart. But in your twentieth season, you don't think that a seventeen year old kid is going to be like, "Hey, I'd like to meet you," right? Like I've played in the NBA longer than this kid's been alive. Yeah, right. Yeah. And he wants to meet me. He so wants to meet me? yeah, and that's it. So yeah. I think so. He, he gave this kid a great thing. A, you know what I mean? Like I said, he, he got to. It, and that's good for Vince Carter too, because I'm sure he felt good. Like he's like you're saying, like, "Hey, man, I'm in the tail end of my career. Ain't nobody waiting outside for my autographs." Usually, you know what I mean? Probably as what how they used to be. That's fine. So yeah, I like it. It's a good story all around. Tim and Tom. Let's get on out of here, boy. Yeah. Yep, let's and do it. Uh, next week, we got some fun guests lined up for you. Yes. And we will get back to you on then. So hopefully we'll uh, have Tim yell at more 40-year-old soccer moms. I'm looking uh, for them. Well, I'll... there's no game this weekend. So. Well, then just yell at a lady at Walmart. Yeah, I could do that. Right. Yeah. Challenge right, go, accepted. Right. Go do that right now. What time is it? All right. Let's, yeah. Let's get out of here. We'll be back next week. Tim and Tom. Fun fact, Americans spend on average $1,092 on coffee each year. That number seems low. Um, yeah, I'm over that. Can never slow up, I show up and make this off of them go up. Thinking back, I was scheming, preteen and eating on food roll up. Get with toe up, that acne out of met me before the glow up. Didn't know what to do, no glue out to knew I had to find a ways in, find a way to get my chickens out what they was raised in. For better breakfast, you stay overnight and put them days in. The hustle, that's a book that I wrote more than just a page. And this game is for the take, and I need that. All work, no play, one day. Promise it's gonna pay off. So set in my way. Swear I may never take a day off. Uh, no way they taking shots, man. They off, way off. Treat every game like it's the playoffs, right? All oh, work, no play. Man, I may never take a day off. Tim and Tom.